Always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome again to another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show. My name is J.D. Williams, located out here in East Texas. We've got a a special program for you today, but before we get going, I do need to bring in uh, my uh, co-host, my good friend, and of course, my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley, located there in the socialist area of Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas. How you doing there, uh, Terry? (laughs) And I guess I better turn your microphone back on, and then then you can actually say something. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say I haven't converted over there yet, so okay, I'm All right. still so with you. You you haven't joined you haven't joined the uh, the the other side. That's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Okay. Um, Now, I want to let you guys know that uh, we're going to be joined today by Mr. Carl Erickson. Now, he is, uh, he actually goes on the road and ministers for the Lord. Um, and he's going to get into a lot of what they do. Uh, he hasn't joined us yet, but he'll be on here in just a few minutes. And uh, his his ministry is called the Share the Gospel Ministry, and he's going to explain what tracks are. Um, I mean, a lot of you, I'd say, you know, the vast majority of our audience uh, is Christian, uh, and you'll know exactly what tracks are. But we do have um, we do have an audience all over the world, and some may not be familiar with that term or or, or what it means. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna discuss that uh, today as well. Now, uh, before we get going, I want to. Um, Uh, go over some news items um now this is what the world is interested in right now and then i'm going to tell you what the what the important stuff is okay but Mm -hmm. anyway around the world right now the united arab emirates has become Mm -hmm. a key trading hub for russia in regard to gold and this is operating again outside those sanctions and you know russia's making a lot of money okay now you're going to hear this recurring theme Uh, come up uh, here quite a bit. Also, Iran has uh, just tested a new ballistic missile. It has a potential uh, 2,000-kilometer range. Is that right? Kilometer, kilometer, whatever. Yeah. Do you have any idea what that translates into in mileage, Terry? I I, I meant to look it up. One one kilometer is five-eighths of a mile. Five-eighths of a mile. Okay. So about, I'm going to say about half. So let's call it a thousand-mile range. Would, would that be yeah. Would that be yeah. pretty close? Okay. Uh, okay. A little over that, actually, but anyway, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, it says that, you know, obviously it would have the capability of reaching Israel, and there are some reports that saying it would have the, the ability to reach the United States of America. Okay. That's mm-hmm. just what I was going to say on that. Not um, at that range, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, there's also a state-sponsored uh, Chinese hacking group that has been spying on uh, the United States infrastructure to include uh, telecommunications and transportation hubs. So mm-hmm. that one is a little bit uh, uh, scary, I guess. Uh, also, uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis 
he has he announced is. that he is uh, running yeah. for president. We're going to have a couple of reports on that. Um, and, you know, some people are already downgrading the guy and saying, you know, it's a chaotic entry and all this kind of stuff. We'll, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, President Biden uh, is, again, supposed to be meeting uh, with the uh, Speaker of the House. Um, and mm-hmm. trying to avert this uh, debt ceiling fiasco. Um, also, mm-hmm. this one I found very interesting. The German country uh, now accepts the fact that it is in a recession because the GDP fell by 0.3% for the quarter when adjusted for price and calendar effects following a, a decline of 0.5% in the fourth quarter of 2022. In other words, they're going by the old way of calculating when a, re, when a recession starts. Mm-hmm. They accept the old way mm-hmm. as being correct, unlike the United mm-hmm. States, which said, no, we weren't ever in a recession. No, 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 yeah. no. Okay, well, we were. Okay, so uh, also I want to let you guys know about a famine right now. They, you know, uh, remember Matthew, where it said— uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in, in Matthew 24. Okay, well, this is— um, this is according to uh, routers um, that the water deficits are hitting countries around the world as nations struggle to maintain supplies due to severe droughts. Um, they said the basins of 10 major rivers that flow from the Hindu Kush Himalayan water towers are home to 1.9 trillion people, that's with a T, and generate 4.3 trillion in annual gross domestic, domestic product. And climate change impacts like glacial melt and extreme weather are already posing grave threats. Um, okay, it says, since the drought, governments have approved dozens of uh, new, and th- th- this one I find funny. Okay, sorry, but I do. Um, since the drought, governments approved uh, dozens of new coal-fired plants to allay uh, the uh, future hydropower disruptions. In other words, they're not counting on solar and wind and all that stuff. They said, okay, good old coal you know, it'll work. Yeah. It'll work. Um, so anyway, um, last point on this is Pope Francis had to chime in. And uh, mm-hmm. he's made a fresh plea for climate change um, that mm-hmm. called on people to repent for their ecological sins. So man has more control over the earth than God, according to uh, the Pope. And I yeah. strongly disagree with him. Uh, God said that he knows when the world ends and nobody else does. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to go with God because he hadn't been wrong once. You know, that's just yeah, how that's I'm right. going to that's just how I'm going to say that. OK, mm-hmm. um, as I said, we do have a special guest today. His name is Mr. Carl mm-hmm. Erickson, and he's joining us. And I believe, Carl, you are in um, Arizona, if I remember correctly, tra- <laughs> traveling around out there. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us today. Hey, great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, it is our pleasure. It. it is our pleasure to have you. Now, uh, in case you guys are wondering why Eric's in his car, it's because basically he lives in a car and he lives in a motorhome <laughs> because he's out there doing, well, yeah. uh, he's doing the front line work. You know, we get to sit in nice air conditioned uh, homes here in in Texas. You know, I mean, I'm in the conservative and wonderful God's country part of Texas. Uh, Terry's in the socialist, communist, uh, snowflake uh, part of Texas. And then you, Carl, you're running all over the country, uh, spreading the spreading the gospel. You're on the front line, sir. And uh, we 
we yeah. com- we commend you for that for sure. Um, Carl, yes, uh, I do want to begin this today uh, before we really even get into any more news here. Tell us a little bit about uh, Share the Gospel Ministry. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, basically, we do. We travel around, my wife and I, and uh, we have uh, people that uh, that also help us. Uh, it's very, uh, what I'd say is raw ministry, very informal. With my website, I don't even really have a website. I just use Facebook. Uh, we have uh, a lot of followers there and uh, prayer warriors, people that pray for our ministry. Our ministry is just to reach, uh, you know, is to reach the lost. Uh, we primarily use gospel tracks, uh, which are um, a little pamphlet. Uh, simply, it's a, a pamphlet that explains um, a message on how to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. They have different themes. Uh, you know, tracks are have been used for years. Um, they're a, a very uh, easy way to share the gospel. Um, we, uh, I began the ministry, uh, you know, going back to, uh, Arkansas, which is where, uh, my roots are raised my family there, uh, began going door to door, uh, just, uh, in my neighborhood, asking people if I could pray for them. Um, and it, uh, it just developed from that. I, I saw that there were needs in my neighborhood, uh, just from going around to, to talk with people and pray for them. Uh, they had needs. There was a uh, a family across the street who the young girl there didn't have uh, shoes for school. It was school had already started three or four days into, you know, or into the school year. So I bought her a pair of shoes. Of course, I was able to do that. And um, then soon after that, after going door to door, uh, I had been praying for uh, someone to come into the ministry with me. And I had a, a friend that I, I uh, was talking to on the phone one Saturday, and he had been praying. Both of us had been praying for someone to go out and share the gospel with. <laughs> so uh, Peter and I uh, began to do that together. Uh, he introduced me to gospel tracks, which um, you know, which I've already mentioned here, and I uh, have one here. There are different kinds. We have uh, uh, this is a small pamphlet. I uh, hope you can see okay. that is uh, a track, and it's just a, a small piece of paper. Uh, and, uh, but again, this one is one heartbeat away is the, the title on the front. Um, and, uh, tells people that they're one heartbeat away from, uh, you know, from death and from an eternity, either in heaven or hell. Uh, mm-hmm. it's a very good track that, uh, talks to people about, uh, work salvation versus, um, uh, versus the gospel, which is that Jesus Christ and his blood, uh, are the sacrifice for our sins. And, and that he paid the price and, and did the work for us on that cross and, and being raised from the dead. This is a different one. It's called The Lord Be With You. Uh, it's a smaller, just like you can see, it's a, more like a, uh, Almost like it's a business, not a business card, card yeah. side. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a little bigger than that, actually. It's called a, a baseball card. If you, you guys okay. remember baseball card? Oh, yeah. Some oh, of our, yeah. our listeners might remember those. But anyway, uh, it's it's geared. It says, May the Lord Be With You. You know, it's geared toward that person who may like, you know, Star Wars and uh, has a great message on the back as well. But the the tracks, you know, were I found that they were very uh, people were willing to take them. And I'll never forget that, how how that really impacted me. I had been praying for a way to love people, to love my neighbor. And uh, really, that's what the ministry is all about. We love our neighbor by sharing the gospel with them. Um, and we found again, I, going back to the, 
the girl without the shoes, you know, we found that there are needs there among all kinds of people that are, well, the two different kinds of people, they're either lost and they're going to hell or they're saved and they're going to heaven. So, but we found that both had needs. And so we try to minister to people as well and, and meet needs if we can, if we're able to, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, we, uh, but my wife and I, the way, what we're, where we got today is a long story and, uh, but it started, that's the way it started. Uh, you know, Joel, just by going door to door, uh, and then going out with a friend of mine in hot springs, Arkansas, we found that there were, uh, there's a lot of tourists that come to hot springs, Arkansas, and, and they're both the, the radical communist kind from Cherry's, <laughs> Cherry's world. And, uh, and those good conservative people from, uh, from over in, uh, in your area, in your neck of the woods. So we, but they come to hot springs. And, and so we were able to reach different people. People would come, uh, visit on the weekends and we would stand downtown where they were walking around. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways to share the gospel. Uh, and I found that over the, over the last several years, uh, more and more people are sharing the gospel. But uh, mm-hmm. when we started really about 10 years ago, there weren't a lot of people that were really doing it. I'll never forget being at a church service in hot Springs. And, uh, we were doing our 20th anniversary and they put a, uh, they were going, I think it was going about 15 years back. They put a thing on the screen where they had had, uh, hope to have their goal for the years to have 25 men to go, out and and uh, share the gospel in hot right. springs and uh that was great that was 20 years ago and from that time but uh, at the time that we were there there was no one doing it and right. so mm-hmm. there's really been a fall away uh had been from uh, people sharing the gospel and of course you know we talk about the news and what's going on in the world today um i would just say that the, the biggest problem we have in the world is that there are too many lost people uh, that's that's just the bottom line. You know, lost Amen. people are going to act like like they do because uh, they don't have the spirit of God in them. You know, they're they're at, uh, they're not at peace with God. Well, I'm going to break in on you right there um, and j- just kind of make make a highlight of that of what you just said. To uh, there were 132 Democrats that just voted against a bill in Congress that um, would uh, place harsh penalties on fentanyl. And the reason that they voted against it is because of the criminal justice system. They believe it's unfair to one race or another. Now, I don't care what color a person is. I don't care, you know, I don't care where they come from. If they are delivering uh, a drug like fentanyl, which is lethal and which will kill you with a very minute amount, if they're bringing that in, they should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I still believe in the death penalty myself. As a member of the U.S. Press Association, I'm allowed to say that, uh, YouTube and Facebook. So uh, I believe that uh, that that should be prosecuted. And the GOP, uh, they simply said that Republicans don't apologize for tough drug sentences. So I'm on their side in this particular case. I just wanted to hammer that one home because that is that's current. It's something that has just uh, just happened here. Um, Now, you said heartbeat away uh, is one of the is one of the tracks that that you hand out to people. And that, Terry, uh, sounds a whole heck of a lot like uh, when now becomes too late. 
doesn't it? Yes, it does. It sure does. Yeah, the rapture is imminent any moment, uh, and uh, and it might come before you have that heart attack. But if it comes before you have that heart attack and you're not saved, you may have a heart attack. I don't know. I'm not predicting anything. <laughs> I'm saying, but you're you're in trouble because you're going to be hanging in there for uh, if you're lucky. If if God blesses you, you'll be able to survive seven years of tribulation. But the Bible teaches in Revelation 6 that there are going to be billions of people, billions, I didn't say that wrong, of people that are going to die during that seven years on the planet. So, uh, I, you know, it's... Well, um, okay. Anyway. All right. Perfect setup. Just like there's a last play in every football game, that quarterback drops back. He throws a pass. It's win or lose right now. No matter what happens, there's no flags down. It's either going to be caught and that team wins or it's going to be dropped and the other team wins. Well, guess what? Just like that, there's going to be a last individual saved before the rapture of the church has to be. There's a last in everything. So somebody's yeah. going to be that last person to say in Jesus' name, and they're going to get to see Jesus' face, and they're going to be surrounded by all of mm-hmm. us and every Christian living mm-hmm. and dead uh, up in, with Jesus Christ and taken into the air and taken into safety. And everybody mm-hmm. else on earth is going to have to go through at least seven, well, at least a portion of seven years. Yeah. Shoot, you might have a car wreck a second later and die and go to hell. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Okay, but you're going to have to go through at least a part of it. Of course, you can be saved after the rapture, no doubt about it. You can be saved. However, you've still got to go through at least part of that tribulation period. There's no reason to do that. All you've got to do is say, Father, I am a sinner. I ask you for your forgiveness. I know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. I know he spent three days in the tomb. I know he rose from the dead just like he said he would. I know that he was seen by over 500 people at the same time. I know he has ascended to heaven, and I know he promised he's coming back for his church before God unleashes that wrath. So, you know... Look, people, this is important, and I'm going to be telling you about some stuff going on today that is uh, falling right into prophecy to where we better be ready, and we better be ready right now. Okay, uh, you don't know this, but um, every show, uh, I give Terry two minutes while I turn him loose on the world. Okay, and so uh, Terry, uh, you are you're going to be up, uh, sir, here with your uh, two minutes with Terry, uh, and I'm going to give you a second to get all of your all of your stuff together there. Okay, and uh, as as he does that, I do want to remind you that the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in the public schools, you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian online learning program that will keep your kids engaged in learning without worrying about the type of curriculum being presented to them. All it takes is a few minutes to set up the program and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, or smartphones. And of course, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at lastchristian.net. That's lastchristian.net for all the free information on Kirkwood homeschooling learning program for kids at only one dollar a day okay uh terry without any further ado you are up sir the last christian charge engaging the sword today we daily anticipate jesus's shout prepared for battle let every man be swift to hear 
slow to speak, slow to wrath. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassions fail not. New every morning. Great, O Lord, is thy faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 21, 23. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. The tittle is the smallest grammatical mark in the Hebrew alphabet. Continuing in Psalm 119, verses 73 through 96. Yote, thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou in faithfulness hast afflicted me. Let I pray thee thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let thy tender mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in thy precepts. Let those that fear thee turn unto me, and those that have known thy testimonies. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. Calf, my soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. Mine eyes fail for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? For I am become like a bottle in the smoke, yet I do not forget thy statutes. All right, Terry, I'm going to break in for you right there, and we will we'll pick that up in the second half of the show. Um, yes, now, sir. Uh, I do want to let you guys know, I told you that there's some things going on in the world right now that are very important. And we're going to talk about this almost exclusively in the second half of the show. But I want you to know that Israel... Uh, is preparing an attack um, into Lebanon. Now, this is something that is not being reported in the mainstream media, uh, but it is being a little bit reported in Israel. At least they are preparing the public for it. There are many, many different people, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who have uh, gone out to see the troops. The defense minister has been out there. Um, various uh, generals, uh, and they're not going out just to say, oh, hey, y'all did a great job in Gaza. They're going out there telling them there's something else coming, and we need to, you to be ready. And also on top of that, we need to be ready for retaliatory strikes. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, Israel has been hit by more than 1,000 missiles from Gaza, and Israel is preparing its people right now, saying it is going to be 10 times worse, and it's going to go on for at least two weeks. Now then, we're going to be talking about the possibility that this may be either, there's two different, two different scenarios here. This could be something that's called the, the Great Northern War, uh, which uh, uh, Carl is a little bit more up-to-date on that than I am. I have not studied that as carefully as I have Gog and Magog in Ezekiel 38. But 
anyway, he's going to be talking about a, a little bit about uh, the possibility of this being the Northern War. This is coming from Psalm chapter 83, and then we'll be referencing a little bit into Ezekiel chapter 38 as to whether or not it may be Gog Magog, and then could it be both? We might even uh, we might even have a, a a debate, maybe a difference of opinion on that as well. But anyway, you guys need to hang around for the second half of the show because you're really going to enjoy this discussion. Before we do that, we're going to clear the decks uh, with with a little bit of news, or at least try to, some of it. Anyway, so uh, we'll start off here local uh, with the Congress of the United States. Here we go. Chief Justice John Roberts said Tuesday that there is more the Supreme Court can do to adhere to the highest standards of ethical conduct and acknowledgement that recent reporting about the justice's ethical missteps is having an effect on public perception of the court. Speaking at a law dinner where he was honored with an award, Roberts provided no specifics but said the justices are continuing to look at the things we can do to give practical effect to that commitment. All nine justices recently signed a statement of ethics that Roberts provided to the Senate Judiciary Committee. Guy Davis reporting. People that live in glass houses should not throw stones. And that that is what I would have to say to the Congress of the United States. You got you got enough problems with your own people there. Don't worry about the Supreme Court. It'll take care of itself. Okay, that's my pers- personal opinion. Anybody want to chime in on that one? I'll say amen. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm with you on that one. All right, we'll we'll move on here to uh, uh, now. I got two reports on this one, and I think they're both important. Let's listen. Ron DeSantis entered the 2024 Republican presidential primary race on Wednesday, setting the stage for a long-awaited and potentially volatile contest. A recent ABC News slash Washington Post survey showed that among the six best-known candidates, Trump clinched 51% of Republicans and GOP-leaning independents, while DeSantis garnered 25%. A majority of those voters said they'd be satisfied with either Trump at 75% or DeSantis with 64% as their presidential nominee. Davis Richards reporting. Okay, personal opinion here. I'll be happy with either one of them over what we got now. Anybody else want to say Boy, that's anything? right. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't, you can only go up from Biden. If yeah. I can use that's my opinion. So. Okay. All right. Uh, let, let's listen to the second half here. The White House run of Ron DeSantis is off to a shaky start as technical glitches marred his long-anticipated announcement. The Florida governor declared he was entering the race for president during a live-streamed conversation on Twitter. William Denslow reports from New York. It took more than 20 minutes of troubleshooting before Ron DeSantis could make his first pitch to the American people since officially announcing his presidential bid. In a conversation with Twitter's owner Elon Musk, the Florida governor slammed President Biden's record in office, saying he would never surrender to the woke mob. My pledge to you is this. If you nominate me, you can set your clock to January 20th, 2025 at high noon. Because on the west side of the U.S. Capitol, I will be taking the oath of office as the 47th president of the United States. DeSantis is seen as Donald Trump's biggest rival to become the Republican Party's nominee. In a veiled jab at the former president, DeSantis said government is not about entertainment or brand building. Meanwhile, Trump has taken to social media himself with a new campaign advert. And in an earlier post on Truth Social Wednesday, Trump said DeSantis needed a personality transplant. William Denslow, New York. 
Okay. Well, you know, uh, Donald Trump didn't get Ronald Reagan's uh, uh, thing there, I guess, you know, thou shalt not speak ill of another Republican. I think that's what he called yeah. the 11th commandment. And uh, that's something. Uh, yeah. Donald Trump's a fighter. Okay. But uh, what, what really bothered me uh, about this, that particular report is they, you know, they spent so much time talking about, you know, he got off to a bad start. Well, at least he knows what he's talking about and can speak in full sentences. Okay. All right. That's I think right. I think you guys know exactly what I'm talking about there. All right. Now we have actually come down to the uh, to the end of the first half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. We're going to be back uh, here in just a minute. But um, if you are a radio station and you're looking for a show, we're at. All you got to do is go to lastchristian.net. That's lastchristian.net, and you can sign up there, and uh, we'll send you the show. It doesn't cost you a penny, and we'll be happy to provide it for you. For everybody else, we'll be back right after the break with the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. William Tell said, For worship is the submission of all our nature to God. It is the quickening of conscience by His holiness, the nourishment of mind with His truth, the purifying of imagination by His beauty, the opening of the heart to His love, the surrender of will to His purpose. Music is not worship. Worship is not music. Music is simply a vehicle for worship. Let's climb aboard a train for a journey through the highlands of Scotland. Gazing out the window, we become so enthralled by the magnificent vista that we become oblivious to the vehicle. Worship is a journey. When we sing our praises to God, we embark on a voyage through the splendor of His holiness, for praise from the upright is beautiful. May we lose ourselves in the grandeur of the one we worship by surrendering our wills to His purpose. God-tracking is a journey of worship. I'm Dudley Anderson. Email me dudley at surreality.net. I'd love to hear from you. And welcome back to the second half of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas. Uh, joining me there uh, from the Dallas and Fort Worth area is my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley, and our special guest from, I think you said you were in Tucson, Arizona right now, Carl. Uh, Mr. Carl Erickson. Uh, with the Share the Gospel Ministry. We're happy to have him as a guest today. And uh, we were uh, in the first half of the show, we were talking a little bit about the Supreme Court. And uh, Carl made a comment uh, during the brief time that we were away about lawlessness and, and that it was a really a, it was a big deal there in Arizona. And uh, Carl, I'm going to let you uh, comment on that here in just a second. But before you do, I want to even reinforce it a little bit more, the lawlessness thing that's going on. And again, reference Matthew 24, people. Pick up the Bible, read it, Matthew 24, and see if it doesn't mention lawlessness as a big part and a big hint that uh, the uh, end is coming. Let's listen to this real quick. More than 450 adult Catholic clergymen abused nearly 2,000 children in the state of Illinois over a period of almost 90 years, according to a report released Tuesday from the Illinois Attorney General. The report contains detailed accounts of alleged sexual abuse, as well as lists of the accused clergymen. It concludes with recommendations for more uniform and coordinated investigations of sexual abuse within the Illinois Church, greater care for survivors, and for the diocese to update their disclosures of alleged abusers. Clara Hudson reporting. Okay, and that's that's awful. And and you know I'm not uh, you know I'm not for a pedophile. Trust me, I'm not. 
Okay, I mean, uh, I got two grandkids that live with us, you know, and believe me, I'm I'm worried about that kind of stuff. Okay, but for them to go in, the the report to me kind of hurt itself when it said that this is something that they had been evaluating. It's been going on for the last ninety years. How do they know? I mean, how, how do they know? You know, uh, that's that's just somebody saying, okay, there was a report filed ninety years ago against this guy. And he's not even here to defend himself anymore, but they're releasing his name. And, uh, and I'm sorry, but uh, I, don't, um, I, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. All right. Okay. I've, I've, got to, I've got to throw something in. Make I it was quick. Raised Roman Go ahead. Ca- I okay. was raised Roman Catholic, and I have testimony to that. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Okay, and we, we we can get into it later, Terry. I hate to cut you off, but we got a lot of we, we got a no, lot of stuff no, going. No. Okay, here here here's another one. Uh, lawlessness. Target is removing certain items from its stores and making other changes to its LGBTQ plus merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month. After intense backlash from some customers, including violent confrontations with its workers. Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work, Target said in a statement. Given the volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans, including removing items that have been the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Okay, and now they're claiming it's because of violence against their employees, and Target, I'm going to say, liar, liar, pants on fire. The only reason that you're upset about it is because you're losing money. That's it. That is the only reason is because you're losing money. And uh, to that, I say, thank you, Lord. I'm glad they're losing money. I hope they go out of business. If they want to advertise something that is perverse to my God, then... So be it. Let them go out of business. I don't care. Sorry, and I, sorry about yeah. Christian man. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, Carl, you, you mentioned that lawlessness was a big thing there in Arizona. Uh, and you gave me a little bit of an example. But, again, that wasn't on the air. So let, I'm going to let you repeat it now. Go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, you can go into, uh, you know, to a store here. Uh, and, and it's upsetting to the employees there. Speaking of, you know, what, what Target's talking about. Um, and you can fill up a, a shopping cart with whatever you want, everything that you need, or, or just whatever your heart's desire is, and walk straight out of the door. And there's no prosecution. There's no one to even. There's no shame. Uh, and I think that's the saddest part about it. With lawlessness, lawlessness needs leads to uh, fear, and fear to hopelessness. And I right. think that's what we're seeing in the nation now. Yeah, there's a lot of people that the, the lawlessness creates a, a fear. Uh, and then, and then, you know, there's just a hopelessness that, that anything is going to be done. We need, we need justice. You know, we, we definitely Amen. need law and order in the country. Amen. And you know, if, if there's one thing that people need to understand, you know, if you let shoplifters run wild like that, you know, and just take whatever, do you really think the sco- the stores are going to take that kind of a financial hit? without doing something about it. You know, every time you somebody steals something, the price for the rest of us goes up. You know, and mm-hmm. that's what people need to understand. You know, there, it's there's no free lunch here. You know, if, if, if they're going to wipe out a store, then that store is going to raise their prices to make up the difference. I mean, that's just how it mm-hmm. works. You know, that's basic right. economics, you know, and I don't care. Again, I don't care what somebody's race is. I don't care what somebody's sex mm-hmm. is. I don't care what somebody thinks their sex is. I don't care about any of that. I don't care. But I want everybody to go into the same law. 
If the law applies to me, then it ought to apply to the guy down the street and the guy in the next state and the guy in the next, you know, wherever. You know, let's let's work on a on a level playing field. And all of those people out there that want to say, you know, this is something against Black Lives Matter, for instance, you know, and I'm not downgrading their organization. Okay, listen to me, YouTube. I didn't downgrade their organization in in any way. But Martin Luther King didn't. He didn't seem to think that. The, the black population ought to be put above the white or the Hispanic population above the, the black or, you know, the Chinese. What, hey, you know, he wanted everybody to be together. He wanted it to, you know, everybody to be treated equally. Well, that's what I want. I want everybody treated equally, and that's what God wants. He wants everybody treated individually. You know, they're all, everybody's the same in God's eyes. You know, we're all human beings, and it gives each one of us the opportunity to come to Christ and to live in heaven for the forever and ever and ever and ever, you know. But I guarantee you, if you're going out and killing people and beating people up and, and ignoring the Bible and not accepting Jesus Christ as Lord, well, your time here, you know, you may be rich as all get out, but you're going to be poorer than you could ever believe when you die. You know, so, yeah. you know, that's, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess enough on that. Anybody want to comment on any of that? Yeah, I just wanted to throw in to show you how twisted everything has gotten. One of the favorite words uh, from the people that are doing all of these things is they're actually trying to gain equity. Yeah. They're trying yeah. To get, they, well, we just want to be equal. Well, I'm right. not robbing anybody. So, <laughs> you know, does that mean I'm supposed to go out and rob too so yeah. we can all be equal? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? It's kind of silly. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. It's a deep pit. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. Carl, you got anything? Well, I mean, it's a spiritual battle, and the, uh, the, the, the enemy of the devil is behind all of this, and whether they're Democrat or Republican. And, uh, you know, it is wonderful that God gives us all the opportunity to repent and receive Christ. The Amen. falling down of the society, you know, the destruction of the United States of America is, is also in Scripture. Uh, you know, we, we used to be the nation that would defend freedom and and, and stand for law and order and uh, yeah. you know it's falling apart and so people hopefully you know will repent soon and and re realize that time is short amen all right terry i'm going to give you your time now because i really want to roll through the rest of the show so uh okay. again i'll give you just a second there to uh, to get everything that you need and i want to remind everybody that the last christian newscast and radio show is proud to partner with a great educational program for youth based on solid Christian principles and values. Now, as a parent, you are concerned about what your children are exposed to and learning in the public schools, so you will appreciate the opportunity to learn about Kirkwood's Christian Online Learning Program that will keep your kids engaged and learning without having to worry about the type of curriculum being presented to them. It only takes a few minutes to set up the program, and your kids can begin working independently on any device, including desktop computers, laptops, tablets, iPads, or smartphones. And of course, you can learn more about this program on the Last Christian website at lastchristian.net. That's lastchristian.net where you can get all the free information about the program that only costs you a dollar a day. And with that, Terry, you are up. Two minutes with Terry starts not about now. Let my heart be sound in thy statutes that I be not ashamed. Calf, my soul faints for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word mine eyes fail for thy word saying when wilt thou comfort me for i am become like a bottle in the smoke yet do i not forget thy statutes 
How many are the days of thy servant? When wilt thou execute judgment on them that persecute me? The proud have digged pits for me, which are not after thy law. While thy commandments are faithful, they persecute me wrongfully. Help thou me. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Quicken me after thy loving kindness, so shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth. Lamed, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abides. They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are thy servants. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. I am thine, save me, for I have sought thy, sought thy precepts. The wicked have waited for me to destroy me, but I will consider thy testimonies. I have seen an end of all perfection, but thy commandment is exceeding broad. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen and amen, Terry. Now, uh, a couple of uh, more news items here real, real quick, and then we're going to get into a, a discuss, uh, discussion of Scripture. Uh, first of all, uh, Russia uh, ha is now, uh, it says that they're challenging Saudi Arabia to become the throne of the Asian oil. So, you know, if um, if these sanctions that they have against Russia, if they think those are working, then they need to understand a couple of things. The Russian economy is built on oil, natural gas, and coal, okay? And they are about to supplant Saudi Arabia as the number one exporter of oil in the world. And the reason for that is because the Chinese uh, buy as much as Russia wants to sell them, uh, Turkey, a NATO nation, NATO nation, is the number one customer for Russian oil. And India also will buy as much of the Russian oil as they want them to buy. You've already heard about the new gold deal that's being made with the uh, UAE. So um, Russia is not hurting from sanctions at all. Not one bit. But we've been saying, uh, Carl, for months that we believe the that the the hook in the jaw uh, that's spoken of in Ezekiel thirty eight is energy. Yeah. It is oil, um, and I right. believe personally that something will occur to where um, Russia has to go down to Israel. They've got to get their hands on this oil in order to sell it in order to keep. Keep things going, and I think that we're fast approaching mm -hmm. that with all of the all of the sanctions that are going on. Now, uh, a couple of other items here: Iran has successfully test launched a ballistic missile uh, that they say is capable of reaching uh, the United States, and it definitely can reach Israel. Uh, one thing that they uh, they named this new missile the uh, Calabar. Uh, I don't know if either one of you guys is familiar with that term, but it's, it's spelled K-H-E-I-B-A-R. Uh, 
and it is a direct reference to the Jewish castle that was overrun by Muslim warriors in the early days of Islam. So even, they're even naming their military weapons about things to destroy Israel, to go after Israel. Yeah. Um, now, the, the big target, the, the one that, that we really want to get into today, the, the big target is Lebanon. They've taken care of Gaza. They've taken care of Gaza for now. Gaza's kind of being quiet because they've taken a they took a major hit. And that's what Israel is is they're gearing up for this war against um Hezbollah. And they believe that uh, that they're going to have to take them out. It says that um, several weeks ago, Iran raised its uranium enrichment level to eighty four percent, but later claimed it was an error and mended it back to 63%. Among those fears, the IDF generals have made several threatening statements in the past few days aimed at the Islamic Republic. Due to the hike of the enrichment level, Prime Minister Netanyahu, Defense Minister, and I'm not going to say a gallant, the IDF Chief of Staff, the IDF Military Intelligence uh, Director, uh, the National Security Council Chief, uh, have all issued statements clarifying that Israel is prepared to use military force if need, if the need arises. Um, in the meantime, the Security Council is scheduled to meet next week to discuss the Northern Front. That's very important wording right there. They are scheduled to meet next week to discuss the Northern Front. And according to... Uh, to these individuals that are within the Israeli government, the defense establishment is preparing for a multi-front confrontation, assuming Iran would try to challenge Israel on, get this, all fronts. Doesn't that mean north, south, east, and west when you say all fronts? So, you know, yeah. now that is a highlight to me that I might be right, that, that Gog and Magog is first, okay? That might be. That might be. But the northern thing, now that, uh, Carl, goes into your playbook that this could very easily uh, be talking uh, about the book of Psalm. So I'm, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you start us off there. Uh, I'm even going to put some scripture up on screen whenever you're ready for it. You just let me know and I'll, and I'll throw it up there for you. Well, I mean, Psalm 83, it's the Psalm of Asaph, and it, it talks, you know, it's just uh, that, the, that Israel in this psalm takes back and, and wins a victory, a war against their their enemies uh, that hasn't taken place yet. It's, so it's still yet to be fulfilled. Uh, they're, they're, the, the lands that are mentioned there, which you can put up on the screen there, Yeah, let me begin. We're, we, we always take things verse by verse, so I'm going to do that. And uh, uh, Terry, uh, if you okay. can see that, yeah, sure. I'm going to let you read uh, Psalm 83, uh, verses 1 through 4. Do not keep silent, O God. Do not hold your peace. Do not be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make a tumult. And those who hate you have lifted up their head. They've taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted together against your sheltered ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. Okay, and let's make a, a, a specific point right there that that's the goal of um of the Islamic countries is to wipe Israel off the off the map. They make no no bones about it. They're very specific. Yeah. They they do not believe in Israel's right to exist. 
and uh, as I said, just a, just a couple of weeks ago, they they started firing thousands now of missiles at Israel. Okay, and so that's you know if you look um, if if you look up there to uh, verse two, for behold, your enemies make tumult. Well, I think they're mm-hmm. kind of doing that, don't you? Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, let's move on to uh, Psalm eighty three. This is verses five through eight. For they have consulted together with one consent. They form a confederacy against you. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gebal, Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the inhabitants of Tyre. Assyria also has joined with them. They've helped the children of Lot, Salem. Okay, and Carl, um, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you jump in now. I've got uh, verses five through eight on screen, sir. Um, and it has the uh, has these names, but again, that's verses five through eight. If you'd like to address that, well, they just it's uh, five through eight. There, it says they're with one accord. They're aspiring against them. Uh, we know that you know uh, there are nations uh, that well, there's these terrorist groups that are surrounding Israel right now are conspiring together. They're working with, you know, Hezbollah, Iran, of course, they're, uh, uh, Iran is, is, you know, supporting them. They're, uh, what's the, the word for that? Help me out, Joel, that they're, uh, anyway, they're, 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 uh, an arm of Iran. And so, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Hez- anyway, uh, Hezbollah, uh, there's, uh, uh, shoot, uh, even yeah. I'm going uh, blank on it here for a second, but, uh, uh, basically well, every terrorist, they're consorting, yeah. I think. Basically, every terrorist group in the, in the region is led by Iran. They're the, uh, Iran is, is, uh, is the one that's behind all of this stuff. Go, go ahead, uh, Carl. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Yeah. No, just so, yeah. So in the, in, that's, that's right. So it's important for our listeners to understand that, uh, that these areas are, are all around Israel, that the Lord is pointing them out uh, for coming against his people. And, um, and, and these areas are, are uh, the areas, the most important part of it is that these are areas that uh, they uh, were promised to uh, Israel, the land there, and Israel has not taken that land yet. Uh, they, but, but God promised that when he brought them back into the land, that they would, they would have the fullness of the land that he had promised them uh, when he brought them up out of Egypt. And uh, that, that land has still not been taken. So they're, that God's promises are, are true. His word is always true. He's not a liar. And so we know that, that Israel is going to take back that land. And this psalm is uh, is pointing out specifically, as God always does in Scripture, uh, he gives us details so that, that when it happens, we'll know that he is the Lord and that we believe uh, in amen. him and in his word and in his son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Uh, you know, and the thing is, the Bible's never been wrong. You know, people people Never. call it you know, people call it a fantasy book or comic book. I've I've heard all of it. You know, I've heard all of it. But but then if you throw it at them and you say, okay, well, show me where it's been wrong. That's when crickets yeah. start chirping. Okay, because they can't come That's up with something. Point. I'm, uh, I'm glad we're discussing that. I wanted there's something I really wanted to share in, in regard to my ministry and regard just to my heart. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ said we're supposed to be his witnesses under the world. And and uh, I'm a witness. You know, people ask all the time, well, how do we know that the Bible's true? That's a huge point right there. I mean, 2,000 prophecies, as I mentioned to you the other day, uh, Joel, have been fulfilled perfectly. Uh, and there's 500 more to come. Uh, but the, the, the truth is that when I believe what the Word of God said about Jesus Christ, 
that I could be forgiven of my sins and have peace with God. Amen. And I confess my sins to him and ask for that forgiveness. He saved me and he sent his spirit and he lives inside of me. Amen. And, and I haven't been the same since that day. I, I'm filled with a joy and a love and a peace uh, that, that I've always longed for, that we all uh, long for. And I have no fear of death anymore. And so people ask me, how do you know the word is true? And, and that's my, that's my, what I tell them. Uh, when I did it, uh, then uh, he saved me, sent his spirit in me. And now I have new words to hear and I understand the word of God as it's, as it's spoken. But, you know, another thing that I thought of earlier was, uh, and I, I don't know if I'm cutting out now or not. I'm sorry. No, I have a, go, a go phone ahead. call. I, I know, I know you, I, uh, you are got, you have got, um, just to explain to people out there, he's on a phone. Okay. He doesn't have a great internet connection okay. like Terry I'm and back. I do. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, but uh, you, we great. never lost you. Go yeah. ahead. Great. The thing about the word of God is, as, you know, as I was listening to Terry read it, and as our listeners hear the word of God, I'm not sure how much they've actually read their, their Bible or heard it. But you cannot help but just hear wisdom there in the word that, that is not of man. There's Amen. no way. And when Jesus mm-hmm. spoke to, to people when he was here, uh, he, he, he befuddled them all. That's the, the word that I think <laughs> you could awesome. use. That's an they, awesome word, yeah. They, they were befuddled with what he said. He couldn't even, couldn't even respond. Uh, and uh, so, you know, that to believe, you know, in, in, in Jesus is not, you know, we're often accused of being stupid. For being believers or ignorant or other things no we're we're believing in, in the very wise god in a very uh holy but also very wise god who's uh full of all knowledge you know amen. and all understanding amen and amen, amen. I, I mean i i support all of that 100 okay uh getting back into psalm again we're going to continue the verses here and uh right. terry i'm putting up uh, psalm uh 83 uh verses <laughs> 9 through 12 Deal with them as with Midian, as with Sisera, as with Jabin at the brook Kishon, who perished at Endor, who became his refuge on the earth. Make their nobles like Oreb and like Zeb, yes, all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, let us take for ourselves the pastures of God for a possession. Okay, and then continuing on, sir, with uh, Psalm 83, verses 13 through 16. Oh, my God, make them like the whirling dust, like the chaff before the wind, as the fire burns the woods, and as the flame sets the mountains on fire. So pursue them with your tempest, and frighten them with your storm. Fill their faces with shame, that they may seek your name, O Lord. And then finally, uh, Psalm 83, uh, verses 17 through 18. Let them be confounded and dismayed forever. Yes, let them be put to shame and perish, that they may know that you, whose name alone is the Lord, are the Most High over all the earth. You know, uh, looking at uh, verse 17, let them be confounded and dismayed forever. How many times have they shot missiles at Israel and it comes right back down on top of them? I would think that would be yes. a little confounding to them, and you know it probably yeah. probably dismays them just a little bit. Mm-hmm. They they try, they try to shoot mm-hmm. things at Israel, and instead it comes down and kills them instead, knocks out all their stuff. Yeah. You know, again, the Bible has never been wrong. So if you haven't read it, make sure that you pick up a copy. Now, honestly, we've got a whole lot more to cover here. We really do, but we're mm-hmm. we're basically out of time. 
Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Carl, I'm going to invite you back for Saturday. Uh, and and I, I hope you can join us. I understand if you can't, but I, I want to okay. invite you back because we're going to continue this Thank discussion. And uh, I think it's a very, very important discussion. Again, the uh, Israeli cabinet is meeting to determine whether or not they need to go into Lebanon. And I have uh, sources that are telling me this is happening. It is going to happen. And that's the reason that I have my screens open up to several different uh, agencies. I've got uh, Reuters opened up. I've got Fox. I've got uh, the New York Times. I've got uh, Middle Eastern reports uh, here, uh, even some um, Arabian country uh, press reports uh, coming out. Uh, I see the... uh, uh, Jerusalem Post, um, the Israeli National News. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I'm ready. I'm re- I, I feel like it's going to happen. And whether or not it happens before our next show or not, I don't know. I'm thinking probably going to be next week before a firm decision is made. But Israel is prepared for an attack of over 10,000 missiles over a two-week period. And they believe that... Um, that this terrorist organization is going to start firing those missiles into central um, Jerusalem and into southern Jerusalem, not just from the north, but they believe this this is going to start coming from all directions. They're prepared for it. They're saying that they are prepared for it. Are they? I don't know. We we sh- we shall see. But I, I do know. I do know that um, Israel is going to survive. You know. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert: God right. always wins. Okay, so again, Carl, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you can join us again on Saturday. Um, Now, uh, if uh, everybody, uh, you know, if you've got a radio station out there, you'd like a new new show, we're it. All you got to do is go to lastchristian.net. That's lastchristian.net. We'll get you signed up, and and, uh, you'll join all the stations that are already broadcasting. For everybody else, if you haven't accepted Christ, that would be a really good idea to do it, and very, very quickly. And if we are given another, another show, We'll be back with another edition of the Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Thanks again for joining us today for the Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.